Smells like football, baby. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome into the Fantasy Football Smackdown. It is Tuesday, September 27th. Getting you set for the waiver wire ahead of week four. I'm your host, Kyle August. Appreciate you checking out the show. Hopefully, you guys had a successful week three. Well, maybe you're sitting there at 3 0 already, uh, 2 and 1, still in really good shape. Even if you're 1 and 2, 0 and 3, a lot of work to do, but long season still ahead of us. Appreciate you checking out this show. Of course, uh, you should be subscribed wherever you're listening to this, especially on YouTube as well. If you, check, if you checked out waiver wire sniping this last weekend, some of these players I'm going to talk about today might already be on your roster. Of course, waiver wire sniping, that whole strategy, it's, it's just throwing darts, and that's really what you got to do sometimes just to see if you luck out and you hit on something special. Khalil, Khalil Herbert led the the pod uh, over the weekend as a guy that was way under own. He should not be under 50%, and he's going to be far and away the top waiver wire ad this week. He'd already be on your roster. If you were listening to waiver wire snipe, if you had that extra room, if you're able to stash him, obviously no one probably played Herbert last week, uh, coming off a of dead week too, but monster ad, probably the top ad of the season right now, as we look ahead to the week for waiver wire, but just another reminder, make sure you're subscribed over on YouTube. That way you get that waiver wire sniping show a day earlier than everybody else it does drop in the podcast on Sunday. Uh, the reason you want it earlier though, too, is also because this upcoming week, not only do we have Thursday night football per usual, but we also have what I used to dub the tea and crumpets edition of the NFL, uh, the early London games, I believe the next two weeks. So you're going to want to be paying attention to that. Also, bye weeks will be coming up shortly as well. And Wave Wire Sniper will give you that little extra edge to check ahead of kickoff each week just to see what you might be staring down next week. Uh, so you can fill those holes ahead of the rest of your league mates who will be trying to do the same thing as you. So without any further ado, let's just dive into the Wave Wire heading into week four. Again, if you're checking us out on YouTube, you're going to see these list of players with the ownership percentages up on the screen. Top three ads, regardless of position. Quick reminder, I do use Yahoo ownership for this, uh, and I and I use 50% as the threshold uh, for players on these lists. Khalil Herbert is 49% owned currently over on Yahoo, and I am doing this show before the Monday night game. My Cowboys are playing. You guys know how that turned out uh, as of recording this, though I do not. So if there's any Monday night mayhem, uh, adjust accordingly, but Khalil Herbert at 49% on is far and away not only the best ad of this week, but he's the best ad on the season. Uh, you should be spending your fab, spending uh, your waiver priority on Herbert. I think even if Montgomery isn't missing a ton of time, Herbert is a guy that's proven himself. He has touchdowns in two of three weeks. Uh, and even Montgomery, while he looked good in week two, Herbert has looked good when he's been given the chances in Chicago. And might be a better fit in this offense, to be honest. So Herbert at 49% owned. I did, I believe I saw an ESPN, he might even be only owned in like 30, 35% of leagues. So comb that wire just to see. Uh, I'll do a little side note here. Alexander Madison is a guy who in Yahoo leagues is over the 50% threshold by a, just a skosh. Um, but double check your leagues for him as well. These are guys that are priority handcuffs that should have already been on rosters more than likely, but just make sure in your shallower leagues, that they're not sitting there available. Number two on this list for me is Traylon Burks. I know he hasn't really hit that stride yet, but I mean, if you saw the craziness of Garrett Wilson and where people had him ranked and the value people were putting on him after just two weeks, I think it just takes one week of Burks hitting it off, uh, putting up a big stat line and his value is going to skyrocket through the roof and his ownership percentage will follow at 45%. This could be the last week that you can get Burks 
off the wire. And number three on this list, he's not going to play on Monday Night Football at 36% owned currently over on Yahoo. Michael Gallup should be back with the Cowboys week four. What I'm really looking for is trying to get him on my roster uh, for middle, later of the season once Dak Prescott's back. Uh, with Dalton Schultz dealing with an injury, Gallup could be the number two option, but even being the number three option when Dak Prescott is a great player to have stashed on your team. So at 36%, Michael Gallup, top three guards of position, Herbert Burks, Gallup. Diving into the quarterback position here, uh, pay attention to <laughs> pay attention to your team if you're in those super flex leagues. Injuries piling up. Mac Jones, uh, sounds like he's going to miss some significant time there. Maybe you're not happy with your streaming quarterback in a 1QB league. But take a look right now uh, in Superflex Leagues, maybe even a little bit deeper than this list, but I did go five deep for you guys here. I got Jared Goff leading this off. He's going up against Seattle at home. He's 45% owned. Only the one touchdown this last week, uh, but he's been really solid on the season so far, and I, I still like where that offense is heading, and the game script should be positive for him week after week, You know, putting up a lot of attempts. Number two on this list, I'm going to go with Jameis Winston. He's got that London game going, to, going up against Minnesota, 42% owned. Winston had a had a decent fantasy day at the end, struggled there against Carolina, but better days ahead for Winston, who also has two home matchups following the London game. So I think he's got a little bit of the edge over number three on this list, Matt Ryan. Tennessee Titans this week for Matt Matty Ice, 33% on. I think he's startable, but he's got some tough matchups following that. So if you're a streamer, you're trying to usually, you know, I always encourage people to look a week or two ahead if they're if they're close. For me, Goff, little half step down to Winston. Winston and Ryan for this week are, are pretty are pretty close, but I'm going to give Winston that edge just because of his uh, more near schedule coming up. I, I think you could play Winston for the next couple weeks here. Uh, Matt Ryan's kind of a one-week play against the Titans at 33% own. Number four on this list is Marcus Mariota at home against the Cleveland Browns, 22% own. Mariota didn't have a great fantasy day in Seattle, but it's going to be back at home. And he just got that safe floor due to the rushing ability. And number five on this list is Geno Smith at Detroit, 9% owned. Smith had two touchdowns this last week. He's been pretty good for fantasy, to be honest. Uh, as much as we want to knock him, he's he's been startable, especially in super flex leagues. Uh, this is a guy that should be probably a little bit more rostered and is entering the streaming conversation as we get closer and closer to the bye weeks as well and the injuries are piling up. Again, pay attention to those super flex leagues. Brian Hoyer, not on this on the screen here, not on this list for one QB leagues, but in super flex leagues, probably a guy you need to add. Might be the starter for two, three, four weeks here um, in New England. All right, next, going to the running backs. Uh, top of the list, I mentioned Khalil Herbert. Pretty simple. Uh, you want to have this guy on your roster if he's not already 49% on, like I said. But beyond that, there's not really a running back that really jumps out that I think you're going to see a ton of fantasy value by himself. What you're pretty much doing here at the running back position this week, if you're looking to add anybody, is you're just trying to get those high-value handcuffs. Number two on this list is Samaj P. Ryan, who we did see Joe Mixon get a little bit banged up in that game, but he should be good to go. But they do have the quick turnaround on Thursday. So I'm going to roster P. Ryan regardless if I need him, if I'm the Mixon owner, what have you. If I have an, an empty roster spot and Herbert's not out there or Burks, I'm going to roster P. Ryan just to see how he goes. You're going to see the Cincinnati injury report. Early in the week with them playing Thursday, if Mixon's out, P. Ryan's goal. He's he's an auto play. If Mixon's in and he practices in full, we're good to go. You can just drop P. Ryan, pick up another guy for the weekend stash. But P. Ryan on this list is a clear far and away the number two. The next three guys on this list are purely just handcuffed guys looking to kind of strike gold. Uh, Rashad White, 29% home. 
No value on his own right now, but it's literally been Fournette and White. That's it. Uh, no other running backs getting any run in this offense. So I'm going to stash Rashad White where I can look for that Herbert hype. Number four on this list is Jalen Warren. He looked really good uh, in in playing second fiddle to Najee Harris last Thursday. A lot of people probably saw that, but might have forgotten. Warren's only 9% owned. And I think if Najee went down, he'd have a really good fantasy value uh, immediately. So he's a guy that, again, handcuffing uh, Jalen Warren coming in at number four. And number five on this list, I don't know that he'd see the workload that a P. Ryan or White or Warren would, but James Cook at 40% owned, still a guy I'm trying to hang on to if I can. Um, he just, the Bills had so many plays on Sunday. The fact that he ha- saw some work doesn't really get me excited. Uh, I think it's been Singletary and even behind him, you still got Zach Moss sticking around. So James Cook, the rookie, got to wait a little bit longer to see if he's going to pan out or not. Um, and honestly, for me, he's he's ranked behind all these other handcuff running backs right now. At the wide receiver position, there is some value here. This is probably where I'm spending my money once again this week. Uh, if Herbert's not available in my league, Traylon Burke, so I mentioned at the top, 45% owned. Not, no fancy value right now, but uh, just a guy I'm looking to stash if I can. Michael Gallup, kind of similar. I mentioned him earlier, 36% owned. Guys, I haven't touched on yet. Sterling Shepard is 25% owned. Again, recording this prior to the Monday night game, so see how it looks. But he's been getting a lot of looks in that offense. He's clearly the number one wide receiver through the first two weeks. You guys will know. Just add in your commentary there on for week three. But at 25% owned, way too under-owned um, for this offense. And he should have a path to playing time the rest of the way. I know they got Juan Dale and Tony and all that. But I still think at best there's maybe a combined, there's a number two option there between those guys. Sterling Shepard's the number one in New York. Number four is Greg Dorch with Rondell Moore still not practicing. I think you get at least another week, maybe two out of Dorch right now. AJ Green injured now. Uh, that Arizona offense is really coming down to Hollywood, Ertz, and Dorch. And uh, he's had a great year so far. So it's 17% owned. I know it might be a little bit too late in the game here, but I think you could probably still get a couple startable weeks out of Dorch right now. Number five is Romeo Dubs, 25% owned. Great week three, a lot of banged up pieces there. Uh, I'm okay with stashing him, but I'm not auto-playing him, even based off of the fancy points and targets that he was given this last week. He's still just a bash, bench stash for me. Number six is Russell Gage. Great week three for him. A uh, ton of targets there, but we already got Mike Evans coming back from the suspension. Maybe Chris Godwin coming back from injury here, maybe in another week or two. Originally, they were saying October for, for Godwin, so hopefully he'll be back out there. Uh, but we've still seen the injury with Julio Jones, so Gage is a guy that maybe should be a couple spots uh, more owned, but I think it's pretty instant. Uh, uh, it'll be pretty instant that the hype will go away pretty quick with Gage as we see these elite guys come back into the fold there and Godwin and Evans. Number seven on this list is Josh Palmer at 27% owned. Keenan Allen should be back at practice this week, but if he's not, Palmer might be another week play there for you. Uh, so I'm kind of try to stash him through the week. Once Ev- once uh, Allen is back though, and it's him and Mike Williams, I'm not really loving Palmer as a play. He's just kind of a stash candidate. And Zay Jones, Seen a lot of work there in Jacksonville. Caught a touchdown again this last week, as did actually all three of the Jacksonville wide receivers. But Zay Jones continues to see a good amount of work there. He probably should be closer to the maybe 25 30% ownership mark uh, the way this offense is going right now and the looks that he's getting. So I like stashing Zay Jones at 11% owned. So again, Burks, Gallup, Shepard, the top three. Dorch, Dubs, and Gage. Josh Palmer, Zay Jones. Eight wide receivers looking to add off the wire this week. The tight ends, the streamers. Uh, I put David Njoku at the top of this list, even though he's at 51% owned. Depending on where you play, he may be more available. Had a great week three, that Thursday night game against the Steelers. 
Njoku was heavily targeted by Jacoby Brissett, 51% on going up against the Falcons. If Njoku's out there and you're streaming tight end, definitely a guy you want to take a look at. Number two on this list the, and the sub 50% guys, I got three of them for you. Tyler Conklin has had a great start to the season. Three games, really good production. But is Zach Wilson going to be the quarterback there? doesn't matter. I don't know. But he's been on the field a ton. The production's been great with Flacco. Hopefully that continues with Wilson. If he gets the nod, 21% own. Conklin's my top streamer, sub 50. Logan Thomas, disappointing week three. Tough matchup against the Cowboys in week four, but 36% own. I still have faith in Thomas to be, you know, that tight end 10 to 12 the rest of the way. Um, but it was a tough week for the tight end position if he didn't hit pay dirt. And Evan Ingram comes in at number four at Philadelphia. Just missed the touchdown. Uh, was overturned there in Jacksonville at 26% on, though. Still getting uh, good looks week one and two. I'll bank on that being more of the norm uh, for him in that Jacksonville offense. And then the DST streamers. Uh, the New York Giants going to be at home in week four against the inept Chicago Bears offense. So at 11% on, I'm good grabbing the Giants off the wire and plugging them in if I need to stream. Number two in that same matchup, I'll take the Bears going on the road against the Giants and the turnover machine that is Daniel Jones. And number three on this list, Washington, uh, is on the road at Dallas, 4% on. If you're really, really stuck, I'll take a shot on that DST going up against the Cowboys offense, which, again, pending Monday night, has really struggled putting up points so far this season. So there you have it. Uh, waiver Wire heading into week four. Appreciate you guys checking out this show. Stay subscribed through all of the Warzone content through the rest of the week. I'll be back at it Saturday on YouTube with Waiver Wire sniping, and then that will drop as a podcast on Sunday. But again, Make sure you're paying attention with all those lineups, with the different games, of, uh, including that London game this upcoming week. But I'll be back at it with Wave Wire sniping on Saturday. Catch you boys later.